Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to episode number 97 of the Church Leadership Podcast, just three episodes away from the big 100, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on this episode, and I'm excited about it. It's a special episode. Uh, We've got a special guest. Before we get to that, though, I want to mention to you to make sure you go over and subscribe to our podcast. If you are new to our podcast, welcome uh, to this journey Go and listen to the other 96 episodes if you haven't already caught up, but we want to make sure all of you subscribe to our podcast because we don't want you to miss a single episode. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's real easy. Hit the subscribe button, hit that little bell. You'll be notified every time a new episode airs. And if you're listening to it on your favorite podcast app, then go ahead and hit subscribe. uh, So you'll be alerted every time a new episode uh, goes live. So we want to mention that. We also ask if you can to go and rate our podcast. Really, really easy way to do that. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash CLP. That stands for Church Leadership Podcast. And uh, it'll, it'll take you wherever you need to go, depending on how you listen and get this podcast to rate it. So we thank you so much for that. And uh, God has, has really encouraged us, Andy and I, the, the co-hosts of this podcast, and we hope that uh, he's used it to encourage you as well. So here's today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. We are inching closer to 100 uh, on episode 97 this week. This will be a memorable one, uh, mainly because we have finally nailed down the schedule of somebody we've been trying to get on the podcast for a long time. And they may be familiar to you. You may not know them, but you've probably heard them. As a matter of fact, heard the voice. you get to hear this person on every single episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. It is the golden-voiced one, the one and only, our great friend Kevin Boyer is joining us this week. Kevin, thank you so much, brother, for joining us on the podcast. Gentlemen, what a setup to have to live up to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much for, for inviting me, guys. I'm extremely, extremely honored. I love you guys very much and I'm thankful for what you're doing uh, for, for the kingdom. It's awesome. Well, we're excited you're on, and, and uh, you are a dear friend of ours, and uh, we love and appreciate you. And if, for those of you watching and listening, you probably recognize where you've heard the voice. He's the one uh, with the, the intro of our, our <laughs> podcast every time he talks about what this podcast is about. And so he recorded that long before he was ever on the podcast. So thank you right. for doing that, Kevin. You're very um, welcome. Thanks for asking. Let's start by just, you know, some of the folks, uh, I, I would I would even venture to say most of the people listening and watching um, don't know you personally. And so tell us a little bit about your story and, uh, you know, how God has used you in worship leadership, specifically uh, geographically and, you know, where you are uh, serving and how yeah. God got you there and, and serving with your wife. So tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um I, uh, I've, I've grown up here um, just just north of Montgomery, Alabama, um, and I grew up in a, in a little church called uh, Mount Hebron West Baptist Church, and um, uh, I, I started to um, learn how to play the guitar while in that church, and I had a lot of uh, leaders pour into me, and I started to 
to feel that uh, that call and that tug of um, of being able to uh, to lead people into the presence of the Lord. And so uh, the doors just just opened up uh, for me to be able to serve in my church. Mm-hmm. And so I am the worship pastor at what is now known as Crossroads Community Church. Um, we had a little name change a couple years ago, and and God's been been moving, and uh, it's been very cool to to be a part of that change. And um, so I'm I'm presently I've started uh, serving my my tenth year of full time wow. ministry. Yeah, this is this is year ten that I'm on right now. Um, I started serving part time back in 2007 um, as a as kind of a, a glorified intern, basically. <laughs> with um our, our worship ministry and our student ministry and um and so it was it was really um very interesting walking into serving uh, where i grew up um uh, and it was really extra special um because uh, i get to also serve with my wife who was also uh, on staff with us and we were we were set up to lead worship together back in 2007, shortly after I'd come on staff part time. And uh, our uh, pastor at the time and, and his wife, uh, they they said, "Hey, we have somebody we want you to meet." And they they told Jordan, my wife, the same thing. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. I, right. I, I knew in 15 minutes uh, we we were set up to lead worship for our Awana kids, and. Um, she pulled out her guitar. She had this beautiful Taylor 814 guitar. And I was like, mm, yes, I love you your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you got great taste. Yeah. And uh, we, we kind of sound checked a little bit, 15 minutes. I knew I'm going to marry her. Mm. And, it, you know, it took her a little bit longer to get <laughs> to the point where I was. <laughs> the way it is. That's the way it is. But, um, you know, uh, we, we spent a lot of time together. And then as, as it shifted into uh, when we got married back in 2009 and then coming on to, to the staff uh, as, as our full-time worship pastor, we've served through a lot of change. Um, a lot of church members, um, they showed me a lot of grace um, for one. It's a very special congregation um, that I feel like has been known for being welcoming and warm. And that was true, even as they loved on me, and even as they, uh, um, um, trying to think of the right way to say it, as they, uh, I don't, I can't, they can't, they dealt with me. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And so, um, the, I think the biggest thing was. I know that my parents in particular, um, they still go to, to the church as well. They're, they're part of the congregation and they had their concerns of, uh, are, are the church members or some people still going to look at Kevin as that curly headed little boy running around the church, or are they going to be able to shift into seeing him as, as a, a leader in, in our, in our church. And so for, for, for everything that it, everything that happened, it was just Holy spirit going before me and me getting out of the way. Um, and just saying, I, I want, I want your will to be done father. And so, um, it's been, it's been a wild ride and, uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see what, what else he has in store. But, um, Jordan particularly, uh, makes this extra fun 
because I get to do what I love with whom I love. And yeah. so uh, she's, she's my right-hand woman, and we, uh, she gets to primarily serve with our students um, and, and helping with uh, the student worship ministry. And she is also very active in helping with uh, Sunday morning worship and, and planning those, um, those schedules out and everything. And even the all-night events. Even the all-night events, yeah, as yeah. we had last night. Yes, yes. A wonderful lockout where you get to see the sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. man, that's so awesome. Not only are you getting to serve in your home church, God has blessed you and, and his hands on you. We know that. You get to serve with your wife, and you guys make a great team. You get to serve with Robert Mullins, our great friend. Absolutely. There. And that's the connection we have that Mark and I have with you is – through disciple making. And we know you not only as a great uh, worship leader uh, with you and Jordan being a great team, getting to, to lead in your church and you get to, you get to lead in events and, and do all kinds of neat stuff, but we know you as a disciple maker. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit, Kevin, about how God has shown you how uh, worship ministry and disciple making are not two separate things, but how, how they are, uh, tied together how, how you can't really have one being done successfully without the other in in your leadership role right i believe that um first of all just recognizing that they go together so well on their own if you are pouring into if you're if you're just spending time with somebody playing playing an instrument together there there's just this natural hangout time that happens you know, where you're, you're sharing ideas on, on how to play a chord a certain way or check out this song. Um, and so it's really uh, very helpful um, because it, it kind of sets itself up um, to, to just naturally go in the direction of uh, making disciples in, in ministry, in, in the worship ministry. And so I would say that the thing that I've seen is we spend a lot of time together rehearsing. Uh, it's very easy to let it become just executing worship and executing, trying to get the song right, uh, your transitions between songs. You know, you, you want to do everything with excellence. And we, I've fallen into that trap sometimes where I'm, I'm busy or trying to get finished with rehearsal because maybe we're, we're kind of going late at night or things like that. But some of the best times have been um, when we maybe beforehand, uh, we 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 talk together, we we open up the word together, we pray together, we we ask the Lord to honor it, and, and we ask that He would remove us and our 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 flesh out of the way, and and He just really kind of sets it up uh, all on His own, and 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 the times that we have after rehearsal where we're we're breaking down and we're you know we're putting our guitars back up or we're whatever it may be. The, the conversations that we get to have about uh, just where we are individually uh, in our walk uh, with our families. And so being able to really do life together, worship ministry has been uh, set up for it, honestly. Um, and so it's, it's kind of, I'm trying to do my best not to screw it up, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and then the, the thing where, where I've currently been is, uh, been working with our, our AV ministry and we've really needed uh, for many years some guys to be able to come in and just carry that torch 
of I want to pres- I want to make sure that the gospel is clearly conveyed. You know, trying to make sure that we're eliminating feedback, trying to make sure that the everything is EQ'd properly, that, that everything sounds right, because we we don't want there to be stumbling blocks for people listening to the good news. And so that's where I've been for the last couple of years. Honestly, we've, we've raised up a couple of very strong leaders who it's just been God. It's just been God saying, I, I hear your prayer and he's brought along the right guys at the right time. And I've spent more time with, with a couple of these guys in particular here lately after, after all the band is gone um, up in the balcony on a Wednesday night talking about gear that the, the conversation turns into, well, tell me about where you're at. Tell me about what are you struggling with? Um, how can I help you take this and see this as an opportunity for you to pour into others? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the whole, that's the whole picture of disciple making is um, pouring into others so that they can continue to pour into others of Jesus and not Kevin, because <laughs> Kevin is a screw up. <laughs> and so we're gonna miss out on so much, Kevin, if we think discipleship is just this classroom approach to passing on information to people. And that's, that's what we're talking about, man. We know you, you yeah. we know it's life on life, relational disciple making. So, yeah. so that's, man, that's fantastic. Amen. Well, so. let's, uh, let's shift gears just a little bit. And uh, I think because of the time in which, we live and certainly the time in which this episode is going to air uh, in January of 2021. Um, you know, <laughs> I posted a picture yesterday of my socks and I was wearing, uh, for those of you familiar with the office, I was wearing my Kevin chili socks. And so basically it's got Kevin pouring chili into the bottom of my shoe. And so, and the secret is slow cooking, onions. <laughs> slow cooking, onions, right? It's family recipe. <laughs> So my, my, and my caption was, I'm wearing this to signify that 2020 plans are ruined also. It's not just 2021, it's 2021 plans are ruined also, not just 2020. Yeah, yeah. So we're still living exactly. in a pandemic, right? We're still living in the midst of COVID. So you have had to learn how to adapt and to lead worship and lead a church in worship in the middle of a pandemic. So talk about that transition. What does that look like? What does worship in the middle of a pandemic look like for you? Worship in the middle of a pandemic looks like don't make too many plans too far out. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, it's flexibility. I know that you guys have probably talked about this in the past. And anybody who's in ministry, you know that the number one key word is flexibility. You have to be able to be okay with changing, you know, changing the plan, shifting gears last minute. And so we've had a couple of those things. Um, but for, for, for us in particularly uh, in our uh, local predicament where we are, um, we, we, just, we just talked about options at first. You know, what, what could we do? Uh, we had started with getting our live stream, you know, off the ground at the church, um, not too long before, you know, trying to polish things and make them look okay and everything. Um, and, and just honestly, live streaming on a budget, you know, you, you guys get it. Um, and, and the vast majority of the people listening to this podcast, they understand 
Uh, I need to make something sound like a million bucks for 10. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> you know? the challenge. That's it. And, and, and so I think that the, the biggest thing that we, we kind of approached it from the angle of um, uh, kind of, as, as I said earlier, just doing everything we can to remove stumbling blocks. Um, I, I'm a techie. I, I love computers. I love how all that stuff connects and I love um, sound gear and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I've also got a little bit of um, experience with uh, editing videos. I, I served with an organization for a few years um, where uh, students would go on mission trips and work on houses and I'd be the guy going around with the camera and recording everybody and making that end of week video and everything. And so I kind of had some training already on, on editing videos and putting that together, but I really hadn't had a lot of experience with the audio side of things. Um, we, we had determined that uh, it would be easier to pre-record instead of trying to, to live stream. Uh, part, part of that honestly is, is something uh, about myself. I, I just, I want it to be good. I want it to be the best possible. And, um, and so I, I kind of will honestly tend to labor over something maybe a little too long. <laughs> uh, and so we, we, we went that direction. Uh, we had, we had iPhones. Those are our cameras and I set up a couple of them. And so you had multiple camera angles. Those are the, some pretty good cameras. And so we, we did that. And um, I kind of had a little bit of an idea on how to um, do some recording. I had Jordan and I, we, we were able to record a couple of songs in Nashville a few years back. And so I kind of was watching the best that I could for that process of what those guys did. And um, I, I gleaned a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I reached out for help too. I reached out for help to, to a guy, um, a buddy of mine named Mark Lewis out in Mississippi. And he is tech genius, uh, phenom, who I've met through Robert. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew that Robert had reached out to him at some point as well and said, hey, you may want to kind of reach out to Kevin uh, before he freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> and so man, he was, he was great with giving me a couple of really good tools that, <clears throat> that helped, that helped us out. And so the, the thing that, that worked for us the best was to, to record it. I was able to spend time on that. And then it also kind of helps um, take out the, uh, the, the problem that you can have when you're trying to live stream and make it sound good at the same time. You can work on stuff. In post. Which is impossible, by the way. I know, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Golly, right? It won't happen. God, there's always something. Yep. When you get it sounding good, there's an issue with your network, and as people are watching it, they're getting every third frame, or something like that. That's right. And so, um, it, it it's been challenging to say the least. Uh, I spent many nights up till three o'clock in the morning editing worship service videos together. Um, that that was, that was kind of what it looked like. And Jordan, uh, she's so gracious to let me edit videos in our, in our bedroom. We have a pretty good size TV in there. And so I would set up and have my workstation in there and put like one of our church's six foot tables in there and have all my gear (laughs) I'm editing. And so it, it's been, um, 
there's been a lot of grace given all the way around. Uh, our, our musicians have, have learned uh, a lot and they've been gracious with me for sure. So <clears throat> I don't know if I kind of danced around too much or if That's I answered good, that. Man. No, no, no. Thought, but That's the world we're in, Kevin. I mean, yeah. What you're talking about, where we are right now, it's it's something that's a new normal. It's here to stay for a while. I mean, we can't expect to go back to doing things just like we were right. uh, in 2019. So we're we're at a place right. where digital ministry, online uh, opportunities for people to worship with your church, live streaming, all those things are just part of ministry now, and it's it's how we do our best to reach our people and yeah. people are not able or not willing to attend in person like they were over a year ago now. So, so we have yeah. to do what we can to continue to feed our people and engage our people. And that kind of leads us into, I think probably would be a good way to kind of close this time out together. You know, you've talked about God's led you to, uh, to lead worship in your, your home church with your wife. And that's fantastic. He's, He's blessed you with uh, so many wonderful relationships and the opportunity to see disciple making as necessary in what you're doing. And then now he's given us this gift. I mean, everything that you're talking about, I'm going through my mind, my mind I'm saying God prepared Kevin for this time. Mm, yeah, you know, absolutely. God has orchestrated all these experiences and events and, and your gifting and personality to prepare you to lead through this time. So, Let's let's try to do two things. First off, how would you encourage people who may be involved in 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 helping their church engage people online? Uh, you know, maybe the pastor, maybe the worship pastor. I mean, in in your position, you've you've kind of had that burden thrust on you. In our church, uh, we have very limited resources and limited staff. That burden's kind of fallen on me, so I, I totally relate to those late nights and all the stress over everything. So, so how would you encourage people who are kind of involved directly in that ministry right now to, to let them see that what you're doing is making a difference? Mm -hmm. And then also, what, what would be some things that you would say might help engage people more, not just for them to show up and click and, and watch and then turn it off and going about their day? Mm -hmm. uh, I guess maybe <laughs> how do we stop the scroll might be a good, good, yeah. good way to do that and get them engaged in worship right now. That's a good word. Um, I, I believe that uh, if, if I could give some encouragement, it would be um, we we may never fully know or fully understand the places that some of these online services, our live streams, our videos may reach. It may reach some very dark places that the gospel never could have gone with us physically. And and it's it's kind of cool to think about that. And and so um you never know who may end up sharing something, who may stumble across something that uh, that you've poured hours into making and the immediate result was not seen. Um, but that's the beauty of it. It's it's not our responsibility to necessarily see that result. It's it's our responsibility to be obedient. And uh, this is just another another area where God's calling us to to be obedient. God's given us outlets to be able to present the gospel and so uh my, my encouragement is don't give up don't mm. stop and and know that you're not alone in the struggles of 
trying to make it sound good, trying to make it look good, and, and, and trying to uh, do it with excellence. You're not alone. And so don't give up. Uh, and I think that a way to, uh, as far as engagement goes, you know, something uh, I kind of think of the, the side of, and I don't know if this is exactly what you're saying, but from the side of the viewer, you know, stopping the scroll, for, for us as a family, it was kind of weird participating in our worship services that have been pre-recorded, and I spent hours and hours. I know every single camera angle change. I know where everything's going to fade, where we're cutting. Uh, I know every single facial expression that Pastor Robert is making. <laughs> I know where I've had to edit out a cough from him, and I'm looking for those things, and, and that's something that I, I particularly have to intentionally have to have to make sure first of all to get rid of the distractions when it's when it's time for us to sit down and watch those services together I've got to get my family around and say hey look this is I know this is and especially at first you know, it's very weird to sit and watch yourself on the screen lead worship to yourself to the king with yourself it's weird <laughs> and but I've got some of the sweetest memories of sitting here in my living room with my family, this is the first opportunity that I've had to be able to worship with my children. Yeah. And, and that was something that I never, I never, I never got to experience really until this pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. I was able to worship with my family for the first time together. And my son would come up to me and, and I'd get to hold him as we sing together. And we get to get on our knees together. And, and that's the other thing is it being intentional about your posture. What a great time to be able to worship in your home, maybe in a way that you're not necessarily 100% comfortable with in person. There's so many people that feel like maybe, you know, there's, someone's going to look at me funny if I raise my hands and worship. Someone's going to look at me funny if I need to go to the altar and get on my knees and pray. Well, you know what? Just... Oh, sorry, uh, my my kitty cat is. I hope he's not in the angle there. Uh, <laughs> That's the first ever appearance of a cat on the podcast. That is gold hey, right there. I love it. You like that? Sorry about that. <laughs> love it. Um, Just so, so we get the credits in there. The cat's name is. His name is Taz. Taz. So, yes. Taz is a good boy. <laughs> um, I think that it's very important to hone in on the the positives that we have that we have available to us that we can begin to explore that freedom that we have holy spirit is not just in our church building you know if we are believers if we have put our faith in jesus then holy spirit is dwelling in us we are the church so church is here in my living room so i can start to uh, worship freely and, 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 and kind of navigate in that, you know, as, and, and I, I know that this is geared towards your, your leaders and everything, but uh, being able to encourage our, our congregation in that way is, is what I've been doing and, and trying to remind them that, you know, this, this has been crazy, but what a blessing that we've had to be able to worship with our families in, in a special way and, and in a way that many people around the world, this is their only option to, to worship in a home together 
you know, they don't have the opportunity to meet with a larger group or a larger congregation. So uh, that that's kind of my thing was, was you got to be intentional. Um, and, and it's very easy to say, well, I, you know, we've, I recorded this, we put this together, I've seen it. Um, but to try to keep as much normalcy as possible mm-hmm. with getting on at the time, our, our normal worship services to watch together and keep that, keep some sense of normalcy. So. Man, that's awesome. That, that's so helpful. I know to, to the folks trying to still try to navigate all this and figure out what do we do and, and what approach should we take? And, and uh, so I think, I think that is a huge uh, encouragement and help uh, for the leaders listening uh, today. I sure hope so. Yeah. Well, man, thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us. We appreciate you so much, your friendship and your time. And uh, we just thank you so much. You are very, very welcome, guys. I, I really, truly appreciate your friendship as well. I love y'all. And uh, this has been this has been wonderful, and uh, I hope to be able to see you guys in person sometime soon. Yes, hopefully well, that will occur. I, I'm 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 banking on that's going to happen pretty soon. Right. But in the meantime, everybody will get to hear you not only in this episode but in all of our episodes. Kevin. That's, that's right. <laughs> voice. That's exactly. Mm, right. Bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah. No man, we love you. We appreciate you, and and you have you have encouraged Mark and me as much as anybody today by our time together. So thank you. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. So much, thank you, and Taz. So uh, <laughs> the rest of you, we will see you next time. God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. 